0: Yes sir.
1: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. to all you mask wearers, scarf, swaddlers and elbow bumpers. This is the target shoots next.
0: <laughs>
1: it's a radio show where we get tips from inside the industry so you can hear what people are really listening to, not what they think they should be telling you they're listening to uh, Shut up. My name's Joe Sparrow, uh, and I'm a sort of music industry hanger on uh, writer, and uh, all-around dog's body. Uh, and coming up in this show, we have uh, Athlete Whippet, Midwife, Viagra Boys, uh, The Chamber Brothers, uh, but we're going to start with this. It's The Orb. An explanation for the universe.
2: Having tackled single black holes, Hawking turned his attention to the universe as a whole the ultimate inescapable gravitational container the laws of quantum science are as applicable here as to a vanishing black hole especially at the first moment the Big Bang showed it was possible to encapsulate the entire history of the whole universe in a single mathematical expression. back and forth between these two bookends. There is no need, indeed no point, to ask what happened before the Big Bang. An existing universe would explain itself on its own.
1: That's a bit of alright, isn't it? I don't think there's enough uh, celebration of Professor Stephen Hawking's work in uh, modern music, and uh, so... Well, that's a a very welcome addition to that very slim genre, uh, which, of course, included uh, uh, the Professor Stephen Hawkins, before he did die, did uh, collaborate with the similarly named Orbital at, I believe, the uh, Paralympics closing ceremony in 2012. uh, Something worth looking for online because it was a particularly spectacular moment. Uh, But, yeah, that was the Orb. And uh, their new, get, let me get this name absolutely right, uh, this is Hawk K- King's Ostenberg Buddha's Buttonhole. Um, of course, the Orb, uh, fairly well known for coming up with ridiculous song names, um, and uh, happily... That song is taken from their recent new album, which is actually really, really good, called Abolition of the Royal Familiar. Um, And it sounds like a little bit unfair to say actually really good. But the top comment on the video for this song is, oh, look, the orb are good again, which is a little bit unfair, of course. But, um, well, there's the kernel of truth in that, in that they have been slightly... Over the years, uh, unpredictable in the quality status uh, of their music, uh, but that one is a banger and it's amazing. So uh, congratulations and welcome back to The Orb, uh, who unfortunately would have been on tour this year in what sounded like a really fantastic um, Tour. Talking of uh, Rejuvenation, uh, they should have been touring with Mad Professor live and Don Letts DJing. What a show that would have been, uh, but sadly I guess not happening. Uh, anyway, okay, this is the Target Shoots Next. I am Joe Sparrow, uh, and I'm here to sort of bring you a bunch of songs scraped from around the bottom edges of the music industry from people who are recommending songs that they're really liking at the moment, uh, which takes us smartly to the next track, which is from... A uh, a noted British music journalist, a different one uh, to ones we've had in the past. Uh, So a noted British music journalist who simply said, play Erasure any track. For me to express my full uh, uh, adoration and delight for all of Erasure's songs, uh, that is Erasure and always, uh, having given, been given the freedom by our um, British music journalist to play any Erasure song. Uh, that was just the first one I thought of, but it is amazing. Uh, Erasure, of course, um, the duo of uh, Andy Bell and uh, Vince Clark. Vince Clarke, of course, who was in uh, Yazoo and uh, originally in Depeche Mode for the first album. And, in my opinion, is one of the greatest songwriters uh, alive at the moment. And uh, has consistently written a series of perfect pop songs for about 30 years now. And I'm not really sure who else in the um, making music has done anything similar to that. Um, but uh, Erasure, absolutely fabulous. And considering, as a, as a band, they were enormous in the UK and Europe. And had, I think, four uh top 10 or three or four top 10 hits in the US as well they've sort of been slightly forgotten in the the mainstream uh, pop world Uh, but though of course they did apparently caught I mean again I'm as always reading directly from Wikipedia uh, between them andy and vince have written over 200 songs and have sold over 25 million albums around the world and that's uh, that's saying something isn't it so i don't know why we don't talk about them more but a uh, perfect pop band uh, with perfect songs so thank you for that recommendation now our next track um zipping across the ocean to new york city semi-regular tipster uh, who works for one of the most influential music websites uh depending on your definition of influence uh but uh, they recommended this uh and it's dead good it's athlete whip it your love is lifting me <laughs> Yeah, so there's absolutely no universe in which this song uh, is, n- well, there is, unfortunately, a universe in which this song is not uh, populating uh, Ibethan sunrise parties all summer long. And it's this one, unfortunately, because we're living in it uh, and everything has been cancelled. Uh, but that is truly amazing. Uh, what, I don't know, a piece of new house disco? Something like that? I don't know. Uh, but it's fantastic. Uh, it's... Athlete Whippet, uh, for, which is uh, Square Label Heads, Averam Barath and Robin Paul Brown, or maybe Robin Powell Brown, I'm not sure. Uh, and uh, Your, Love is List- Your Love Is Listing Me is uh, surely one of the best uh, songs you're going to hear all summer long, uh, if you're into that kind of music. Uh, what is it? Le Visiteur, the blog, says, uh, quite rightly, um, it's a... What do they say? Oh yeah, it's a uh, classy drum programming that puts it firmly on the dance floor. Yet uh, wonderfully hypnotic, swirling synths and looped up vocals. We'll see it played at many a ma- uh, many a messy after party. Absolutely correct. Uh, and uh, there it is. That was Athlete Whippet. Your love is lifting me. Um, thank you for that recommendation because that was amazing. Um, now, uh, midwife. Anyone can play guitar. This is a great song I hadn't heard before, recommended by uh, another a co-founder of a, 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 another website, music website uh, or platform even uh, that has gone on to become extremely influential in the emerging music world over the last 15 years or so. And uh well, here it is. They said this is one of my obsessions this month. It's midwife anyone can play guitar. So, yeah, that's uh, Midwife. Anyone can play guitar, um, I guess which is a reference to the uh, Radiohead song of the same name in some ways, or c- c- couldn't be a coincidence, could it? Anyway, um, that was a recommendation from a uh, friend of the show, uh, who is a, uh, was one of the founders of a very influential uh, music platform, uh, For and uh, that song was taken from the album Forever, which is the new album by Midwife, and it's a, uh, Midwife, if you haven't heard of them, uh, which i hadn't unfortunately uh is the project of denver based multi-instrumentalist madeline johnson uh and uh, who was also a member of sister grotto and amongst others and uh well uh, this uh, song i don't know I, I don't know how to feel about it really it was really really good um and a kind of a very intense droney uh, sort of swampy thing but also quite ethereal and light um so yeah really good and some, and that, well our tipster said that it's been an obsession this month and it's easy to see how you could get wrapped up in that song uh so yeah do check out midwife um if you like that one uh now coming up in the rest of the show um we have Black and White Years, Uh, something, uh, well, this is something you'll see what this is, but something unusual from uh, James and Brian Eno, Uh, Amnesia and the Chambers Brothers. Uh, But yes, this is uh, The Uh, Target Shoots Next, (laughs) and uh, we have uh, from another uh, old friend of the show, um, from a a British uh, music radio DJ... Who I think very unfortunately has been quite negatively affected uh, by the coronavirus outbreak, and so uh, lots of love and best wishes uh, to him from everyone, which is me at the Target shoots next, and uh, asked for a recommendation. Uh, he said, "Would Viagra boys lick the bag?" Be a bit too druggy. Uh, the answer is no. <laughs> Good grief. If, uh, like me, you weren't fully awake before you heard that, you certainly are now. That is Lick the Bag uh, by uh, Viagra Boys, uh, recommended by uh, our uh, friend of the show, uh, uh, British music radio DJ. Uh, and our, our, fr- our DJ friend said, uh, it, it, well, he first of all, he questioned, is it a bit too druggy? No, the answer is not. Uh, it is not. Although I guess uh, the, the implications were clear in the song. Uh, he also said, it's my jogging or if it's too hot, Walking Jam. Uh, and I can only imagine the state of mind you would be in uh, going for a run listening to that song, uh, but why not? Um, uh, of course, uh, Viagra Boy is another uh, band who've been uh, very uh, negatively affected by coronavirus and had a sold-out spring tour, which has been cancelled, tragically. Um, but I, I, I'm sure they'll be back on track soon and will be their gigs are notoriously very good. Uh, and moreover, uh, big shout to uh, Viagra Boys for managing to squeeze him, taking on the biggest challenge, I believe, in pop music, which is um, using the saxophone and a pop song in a really good way. And uh, indeed they did in that. So that was Viagra Boys, Lick the Bag, and uh, this is the target shoots next. Uh, so if you are a music industry person, whether you're a DJ, a founder of a, uh, a music platform, uh, or whether you are a... Uh, who else do we have today? We had a, a noted music journalist uh, as well, um, and a semi-regular tipster from the New York blog scene. So that's what we've had so far today. Uh, and if you are one of those people in some sort of way, tell us your secret. What are you listening to at the moment, uh, and uh, how does it differ from what you're actually working with? So you can email me at joe at terrorlink.com that's t-e-r-e-l-i-n-c-k.com and you'll find that address somewhere around this radio show uh, if you want to if you can't be bothered to spell that out uh, yourself or you can uh, tweet at me or dm me at a new band a day on twitter that's at a new band a day with your own anonymous suggestion of course it will be anonymous when i talk about it on the show uh please let me know who you are um, so that i can describe who you are that would be good wouldn't it now next up here on the target shoots next is uh, the double shot which is a sort of half-hearted attempt to create a feature on the show and we take two we normally take uh, one song recommended by somebody and pair it up with another one. Well, a uh, slight uh, change of scene. A zig instead of a zag this week. Uh, where we had a recommendation from a... Uh, how did I describe this person? A very important SVP of a famous music company, folks. That's a very important SVP of a famous music company. Uh, and they recommended... Um, a band called The Black and White Years. and I've forgotten where they're from um, in America. Maybe Atlanta? I can't remember. Apologies if uh, that's incorrect. Uh, the Black and White Years. Uh, and they said, well, they've just released an album of songs that are all about under two minutes long, which is a, a, an incredibly ambitious and particularly a coronavirus world uh, thing to do. Uh, and uh, I'm all for that. So what we've got here are three songs by The Black and White Years, But the longest is 1 minute 52 seconds long, and the shortest is 1 minute and 1 second long. So in total, it's about the length of a normal pop song. Uh, And it's followed by four songs by uh, this is the pairing the double shot part of four songs by uh, James and Brian Eno so not James as in James Eno it's James the band uh, collaborating with Brian Eno Uh, and it occurred to me that they did a really good album uh, years and years and years ago called Wah Wah a very experimental album which is brilliant but also has lots and lots of little one minute or sub one minute songs on it. So I scraped a few of those songs out of that and we're going to play those immediately after the black and white years. So brace yourself for seven songs in approximately seven minutes. Uh, Here we go.
3: Forgotten Everyone you knew Forgotten All the shit you got into Forgotten All the effects of the shit you got into Forgotten Forgotten Why is it comforting to me to be Forgotten Was it comforting to me to be forgotten This day and age it's a day
1: There you go. I mean, uh, I was wrong, actually. There was only six songs in that uh, short time period, Uh, not seven. uh, But, uh, well, that's enough, isn't it, really, to squeeze into such a short uh, space of time. The first two were Black and White Years from their recent album, whose name I've sadly uh, misplaced. But uh, that was the longest song on the album called Be Kind, Please Rewind, 1 minute 52 seconds, and then Forget and Forget, uh, which is the shortest at 1 minute and one second long, followed by four songs, uh, remarkably from uh, James and Brian Eno's collaboration from the Wawa album, Hammerstrings, DVV, Dead Man, and the uh, quite obviously named Laughter, which was the last one there. Um, and uh, it occurred to me as I was listening that uh, Black and White Years are not the first artist recently to release uh, an album full of really short songs. In fact, not the first one to feature on this show recently. A few shows ago, we did have Dean Blunt's the genius, Dean Blunt's rec- most recent album, which has a bunch of songs all under two minutes long on it, uh, but then also one song which is over an hour long as well, because why not, it's Dean Blunt. Um, now, uh, the uh, Eno and James album, uh, Wawa, which those uh, latter uh, four were taken from, is really interesting album, and one that I've been banging the drum for uh, quite in quite a boring way for a long time. Uh, Essentially, they recorded it alongside their biggest selling album, which was Laid in about 1993 I think. Uh, And um, Brian Eno, producer extraordinaire, uh, requested that they also recorded in the same sessions another album, which is asking a lot isn't it really, Uh, based solely on their studio improvisations. James of course being a band that... uh, Find their songs and start all their songs from improvisation. And so it's essentially a jam album, which sounds like the worst idea of all time. Uh, And actually, I think that Wawa by James. And Brian Eno is actually probably their best album. Um, And those little sort of song snippets that we heard just then, the one minute long ones, uh, they're all about one minute, 30 seconds long. um, Not just filling gaps between other songs. They are, I think, something ethereal and fascinating and beautiful in themselves. And um, earn their place on the album. Uh, which does have a bunch of great songs on it, and also a load of really, really weird stuff. And I can't really recommend "Wah Wah" by James and Brian you know, enough. So please do check it out. Uh, now, okay, um, moving. Uh, talking of ethereal, actually, how often do you find a song? in 2020 or 2020, uh, that is not online. Well, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, that is what we have right here. Um, it's uh, something from 1997, and I've been searching for it keenly on the internet, haven't been able to find this song anywhere. Um, although I, it's it's been ripped for that reason directly from vinyl. Uh, it's um, something by, I think, the Australian producer amnesia i mean there's not a lot of information as you can imagine because this song isn't even online but it's a great ep that i bought from for not very much money uh, on discogs uh from it's called the red tank ep on sour records um it's an ep of four tracks by amnesia who i believe is called ross healy uh, in real life uh it's got a very nice red sleeve and this track night landing is the standout track uh, and i've been listening to it a lot in recent weeks and uh, I assumed you could find it on streaming services, uh, or either, which, which and you can't, spoiler. And then I assumed, well, obviously someone must have ripped it and put it on YouTube, and no, they haven't done that either. So uh, stand by your beds, folks, because this is something slightly unique in our current world where everything is freely available online for $9.99 a month, a song that you can't find anywhere. It's Amnesia and Night Landing. <laughs> It is in full, uh, all eight and a half minutes of it. That is Amnesia Night Landing. First time you'll have heard that anywhere online. Uh, And uh, possibly the first time you've uh, ever heard it, unless you own the EP itself. Um, One of the uh, joys of... um digging around the very far corners of uh, music and uh, finding things offline and bringing them online, I suppose. Uh, and if anyone has any more information on amnesia and night landing I would and the EP that it was taken from, which I think was called the Red Tank EP, I'd be very interested in hearing it because I don't really know much else other than that's really good now that's it you're nearly here at the end of the target shoots next and uh well it's been frankly from this end a ramshackle show uh that has sort of fallen apart the seams a few times i don't know if that's been noticeable out there in radio land but it certainly has felt a bit chaotic here anyway but uh, thank you for sticking with us to the very end and uh yes you can subscribe to this show uh follow me on twitter And uh, which is at A New Band A Day, uh, if you want uh, more updates on what's going on around the Target shoots next. And this final song uh, was... uh, Well, I was reminded of it by the uh, trailer for the new Spike Lee movie, or Spike Lee joint, rather, uh, as you'd prefer me to call it, uh, *The 5 Bloods, which uh, was released last week. Looks like a fantastic movie. Um, It's part of Spike Lee's sort of late career... um, Renaissance Renaissance is an unfair word, isn't it? A a late career, uh, sort of um, high-impact series of movies that he's been doing recently. Uh, looks really, really good. And the whole trailer is based around The Chambers Brothers' time has come today. Uh, Classic 1968 or 66, I think. Um, Sort of psychedelic rock masterpiece. And what better way to finish the show with the full 11-minute version of that? The trailer is only two minutes long, but this is the full thing. So, uh, here it is. This is... Uh, for your delectation and joy the Chambers brothers time has come today full 11 minute version with massive weird out section somewhere near the uh, middle to end I've been Joe Sparrow thanks for joining me hope to see you next time when the show will be a lot better organised and